0: Welcome back to a serious series of utmost importance, the series. I'm Neil, one of the hosts. I'm Tom, also a host.
1: Uh, I'm Chris, also a host.
2: (laughs) Are you okay, Chris?
1: I wasn't sure. I was like, am I I a host? Am I a guest host?
0: Yeah, you're a host. I think you're a host. (laughs) We can can change it in the official description to, to have you as a host. All right, that's your promotion for twenty twenty three. Made it. Congratulations. <laughs> um, how was twenty twenty two, guys?
2: I think it was pretty good,
0: right? I don't know.
2: Yeah, it was, it was, it's like it was, an average. I would say. There was nothing particularly
1: bad, personally. Um, I don't know. You no know, inflation wasn't great.
0: I don't understand how money works, so if uh, if Tom can explain it, then I can...
2: <laughs> you
0: took an intro to finance class.
2: It's all imaginary.
0: Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's fake news.
2: Yeah, for thousands of years.
0: Like, trading goats made sense, um, but I don't understand how trading the paper makes sense. Well,
2: t- I, the real answer that I heard is it's all about trust. You gotta trust that the paper means something.
0: If everyone stops believing then it's worthless. So Journey was just thinking about economics. Yeah, just keep believing.
2: Don't stop.
1: So is that the Uh, idea behind crypto? In that as long as you believe it's real, when people stop believing, so now it's worthless.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Naturally, that leads into (laughs) the top 10 of everything of 2022. All right. We did this last year and I thought it was a fun episode to record and it made me a little more conscious this year of uh, of what I was consuming and you know, at, it, how it would stack up at the end of the year. And then I hmm. forgot about that and then yesterday I made a list.
2: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, doing this list made me realize like, I didn't, <laughs> like, I was like, what did I do all year? <laughs> I don't know how did I spend my time.
0: The it's, it's it was like a really long year, but it, I don't know. That sounds stupid now that I say it, but it it feels like some of these things came out years ago. Long time ago.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh well. Also, the way I did it was um, any. It didn't have to be stuff that just came out in twenty twenty two. It's stuff that we experienced or or like read or Same. played or something in twenty twenty two. Yeah, should we get kicked off? Yeah, let's do it. Um, should we do? Uh, we'll like go around one each until we hit hit the ten. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, I don't have mine in any particular order. Mine's in order, but you have to guess what it is. Okay. <laughs> Tom, you want to kick us off?
2: Sure. Uh, okay. So this one, you guys probably have similar category: best album of twenty twenty two. Well, I am similar to a lot of other people in liking more latin music uh apparently that's a big musical trend so i'm gonna go with bad bunny as top album for 2022 <laughs> unverano cnt it's a great album i think you guys might listen to it um i mentioned it on a previous podcast as
0: uh whatever that <laughs> whatever the category at the end is <laughs> called uh, uh, the uh, one see, oh, Serious recommendations serious are somewhat recommendation. important. Yeah
2: Uh, I don't know I like it It's reggaeton But it's a little bit more um, Like adventurous I guess
0: I, I think I've listened to it all At this point yeah. Over and over again And I like the songs I feel like there's not a lot of There's not enough difference between some of the songs.
2: Yeah. Well, I think reggaeton is all very similar, right? That all has the same beat. And it says this is like feels like as different as you can get. Okay. Um, Yeah. My goal for this year is to go to like a, a Bad Bunny concert would be sick
0: i think he's uh he's on a hiatus right now
2: yeah i think he toured this last year so i will go to any reggaeton concert any (laughs) like puerto rican guy i'll go in his garage
0: (laughs) he said he knew that you wanted to see him live so he's going to take this year damn he's trying to be an actor now
2: yeah Yeah, he's taking the era
0: for music but he's still going to be in the spider-man uh villain movie Ah, that's right is it
1: is it bad to say that I found out about Bad Bunny through Bullet Train? And it wasn't even through. Oh, Bullet he was Train. in Bullet Train. Yeah. He was yeah. In... And it was mainly because I was reading a Reddit thread about Bullet Train, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Bad Bunny's in it." And I was like, "I've heard that name before, but I didn't listen to his music, and I, I now will listen to his music."
2: But I mean, I feel like he's yeah, blown up this year, like
0: really. yeah, all, he's, all across the board this year. Yeah, he's he's good. Like his music is enjoyable. He seems like a nice enough guy. I would, and it, I feel like seeing him in concert would be a really fun concert. Yeah, I'm not convinced that El Muerto is going to be a good movie though. When
2: is that coming out?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't even think they have filmed 24. it yet. Four. Oh damn. That's probably what he's doing this year. Yeah. I think it'll be cool. Yeah. Well, I'll watch it probably, but maybe, maybe not in theaters. Yeah. I, that's Chris, what you got? <laughs> Ooh.
1: Um. So for my first of the top ten, I actually have um, watching the World Cup finals because I'm not a big football fan or actually I just I didn't see the appeal until I watched that finals and I was like wow this is actually really exciting I don't know if I'm necessarily going to get in more into football but um I don't know just reading about Messi it's always like cool to learn about someone who's the greatest at their sport sorry Ronaldo fans um but yeah I don't know it was just exciting I think it was also just the context of it it was like a night after I was hanging out with Franklin and we were just like chilling on the couch and then the game was just on. It was also like, I don't know what it's called, like the shootout at the end where they each take turns. It's... Like, yeah, that was, that was wild. I thought that yeah. was really awesome. Um,
0: I heard it so. was one of the best games. Okay. That's like ever happened. Yeah.
1: So we just got really lucky. Then. <laughs> um, I mean, in general, I think that was it. It was just like an interesting cause I'm not, much into watching uh, football, but <clears throat> yeah. I don't really know how to elaborate that on any more than that. It was just exciting. Um, good for Messi. I'm looking forward to all the documentaries that will probably inevitably be made about him if they're not already some outbred about him. So we like watching Michael I Jordan.
0: I can't remember if it was this year or last year that I watched Ted Lasso and then subsequently tried to get into watching <laughs> soccer. <laughs> but I, I made it through like two or three weeks of watching Premier League and I was so bored. <laughs> well,
2: I, I'll say this, like one of mine was also World Cup and I feel very similar to you where I'm like, oh, that was, I'm like inspired to watch it. Kick up all of it. Yeah, also to play would be fun. So if we all decide to watch it and pick different teams, that could be fun.
0: I could, I could. That maybe that was the missing ingredient. You need someone to I was talk. Just, like watching it on my you gotta own. Got to talk. Yeah. I had I had a couple of coworkers who, uh, who were super into it. So I thought that would be enough. But nah. <laughs> <laughs> is there fantasy Premier League? Yeah, there is. My old boss used to play it. Hmm.
1: I don't know enough about the players. to uh, Actually, I'm really sorry. Um, my thing keeps like pausing the video recording session. Is that like the voice memos? Mean? I don't know why. Every time, oh I like
0: to... oh, on your on your phone, your yeah, phone? it'll
1: keep going and then it'll like actually stop recording.
0: Oh, that's uh, yeah, that's weird.
1: I'll just turn it on when I talk. I guess that sounds that sounds weird. Uh, whatever.
0: Yeah, th- I mean, we could just uh, we could. This seems like it's working on the on the squadcast. So if you want to just try that,
1: All right? Um. So yeah, back to fantasy. And then,
0: and then if it doesn't work, we'll just cut you out of the episode entirely. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, fantasy Premier League this year then. I'm down. I actually looked it up, but it's it's a real thing. Let's do it. I'm all
1: gonna right. pick all my Korean, my South Korean kickers or players because they blew up. Really? Is it? There's that one guy that's been like, yeah, they call him a thirst trap on Instagram because he's so handsome.
2: <laughs> Wait, he's Did a soccer know, player.
1: Man? Yeah, I'm gonna look it up right now.
0: Did Salt Bay do something at the World Cup? Speaking of thirst traps.
1: I think he took a photo with...
0: Yeah, I heard about that.
2: And everyone was mad at him. I think you can hire him on, like, cameo to, like, say happy birthday and throw salt for, like, your grandma or something.
1: (laughs) So I might butcher this name, but his name is Cho Gui Sung.
0: That's Salt Bay or this player you're talking about? No, the summer.
1: player
0: I'm
2: talking about. Okay. Wait, he plays for a Korean team, though. He, play, he plays oh. for Jong Hyundai Motors.
1: Dude, a I don't know enough about soccer <laughs> to know. There, everyone's on so many teams. I just, I don't
2: know. I know you can like get transferred oh. for a few months.
0: Okay, so this is the year we're all gonna get into. Let's soccer. do soccer. Okay, we've all got to pick different teams. So, oh, I want to watch that uh, document, that documentary series that um, Rob McElhenney and uh, oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to Wrexham. I heard that's good. Not Wrexham. Wrexham, I think. Yeah. It's on Hulu. Um, I'll go for one. I didn't do like best album or best. Uh, it's just a general mishmash of a list. So I'm gonna go with Severance on Apple TV. Did oh. You guys watch this show? No, but my friend I, just recommended it yesterday.
1: I started it. Never actually finished it, but it looked like it was building up to something pretty crazy.
0: It was. It was a very well done show. I think I watched the first season. Um, In like two or three days, it's only ten. uh, It's less than ten episodes. I think it's one of those short first seasons that everyone does now. Um, Really, it's like sort of a sci-fi, creepy office space almost, Hmm. and it's uh, just really well acted, really atmospheric, and, uh, and and like has a good mystery and also just an interesting concept, which is if you're work persona and your home persona were uh two separate people so the people at the company they go through a procedure called severance in which all of their memories from work are in this persona that only stays at work and they have no access to those memories or personality at home hmm. all right i'm gonna watch that it's worth doing season two will come out oh ben stiller uh i, I saw that. executive produced it oh wow Weird surprisingly and it's like um what's the guy's name adam scott john torturo it it also does have uh have john Tortoro in it oh jesus (laughs) yeah okay that's good tom you up
2: all right uh let's see i got best book best book that actually came out in 2022. I only read one book that came out in 2022. (laughs) So by default it wins, but it was actually very good. Uh, It's called California soul. And it was as part of this book club I'm in, it was picked. Uh, So it's about a guy who grew up in Watts. He was a like drug dealer. He like cooked crack. Is kind of associated with Crips and like went to prison like three times and then kind of caught a break working in a kitchen. Like um, the these two guys, one of them, Chris, you would know, the guy from a Kogi truck, Roy Choi. Oh, Roy Choi, yeah. And then this other guy, Daniel Patterson, is a chef in the Bay Area. They created this fast food restaurant in Watts called Local, which was supposed to be more like healthy. Do you remember this? Yeah. So this guy, Keith Corbinson was, he just like happened to like get a job there. And then he kinda was taken under the wing by one of the chefs. And now he is the chef of an owner of this restaurant in West Adams uh, called Alta Adams. And it's like soul food. So, anyway, um, it was a cool story and uh, honestly, like, was very interesting to hear just like firsthand accounts of like being in Watts and like cooking crack and just like that lifestyle and mentality and also like being in prison. And I think, <laughs> like, it was just, int- I mean, I think my realization was I didn't really know much about any of that except for like watching a movie. Or TV show, which is like the Hollywood version. So it was good. And uh, I would love to check out that guy's restaurant down in LA. It'd be super cool. And yeah, actually, Chris, you might be interested in that book too. Because um, I don't know. Kind of interesting. Also, like his, his whole thing at the beginning was, I'm not trying to write a book that's like typical, like happy ending. And where it's just like, oh, I finally got past all of that part of my life. And he's like, that's still part of who I am. And so I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to have this, like, you know, happy ending Hollywood story. So it was interesting.
1: I mean, I definitely want to give that a read. Um, Cause I've definitely heard of local. I don't know if it's still in business, but I did hear about it. Oh, it's not. it's not? No. I served, yeah. I think like, wasn't the concept trying to bring like affordable, but good food to underserved areas. So yeah, exactly. I mean, I would definitely check it out.
2: Yeah. Also like regular food, like not, not, you know, something that people would actually eat.
1: Also, Um, I guess the the only story I have about that is around the time we met at Staples Center. To hang out in Alley Live in the holidays. And then I got on the wrong blue train. (laughs) It was the light blue rail, the dark blue rail. (laughs) And I was like, oh shit, over to Watts. (laughs) Um, I mean, that does sound fascinating. Wait, what was this connection to Roy Choi?
2: So, so Roy Choi was one of the guys who created that restaurant. And then, like, it just happened to. They opened it right after this guy got out of jail and someone was like you should go apply they're like anyone who jo- anyone who joins is getting a job and then he like became the manager of that place
1: oh, that's pretty cool
2: but he continued to like cook crack and take cocaine <laughs> like all basically up until like 3 years ago <laughs> so it's pretty Basically until COVID, he went into rehab at the B A of COVID.
0: Oh, ah, good for him. Yeah. I feel like working in a restaurant can be high stress and maybe you need the cocaine energy. Yeah. I mean he
2: was saying like he would because he was working in the Bay Area, so he'd work at the place in Oakland, fly down to Long Beach, cook crack, then take the next like the next early morning flight up to Oakland, take cocaine and do his next shift. (laughs) Oh, my God. Bananas. He's like, yeah, I did that like once a week for like a year or something.
0: What a good work ethic. Yeah. So. All right, Chris, we'll check it out. out? Yeah, Chris. The
1: second on my list. um, It is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Actually, oh, that's oh. Too. yeah. Um, it was a weirdly, I, I had trouble like placing this one. I try to organize the list, but um, I mean, it just brought a fresh new take to the Pokemon games. I mean, I think you both have played it, and I think you we, we both all shared fairly similar sentiments. Um, you know, I'm glad that kind of someone incorporated the battle mechanic into. Um, while I'm blanking, uh, Scarlet and Violet. Um, I also just like that idea of kind of going back in the past of a Pokemon, you know, like back in the day. And, you know, shout out to my boy Cleaver, probably the coolest Pokemon of that generation with his, (laughs) like, like axes for hands.
0: That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a very unique, um, yeah, a game. It was just so different from, from the normal. com compared to Scarlet and Violet. I feel like it was just in general a better product. Yes. Like Scarlet and Violet, are, I, I like them. I haven't beaten them yet, so I, have, I can't fully comment on, you know, how they are as a whole yet. But Arceus um was just so much fun to play, and also I've been waiting for a game that featured Arceus since they had uh, since they announced Arceus like i don't know 15 years ago at this point
1: i think i mean we'll do an episode probably on it but my big my biggest like comparison to the new scarlet i feel like was like fallout 4 where i felt like they just got lazy decide open world like they try to make open world a new concept but it just made it very bland and like, hmm. you're just, it's everything's the same, like these different regions. Like I didn't feel like connected to really one area. All the towns are like weirdly interspersed and you're just kind of like, because they gave you so many like things to do, uh, and like no direct order to do them in unless you looked it up online, it didn't feel like a, tra- it just felt different.
0: In Scarlet and Violet or in Arceus? Scarlet
1: and Violet. In in Arceus, there were no gyms. It was just like trials, right?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. which was nice. I liked that.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So that that was my second on the list. I think it was. I think it was a, a fresh new game. Was it made by Game Freak?
0: It it was. I, th- I think it was made by Game Freak, but by like a. Uh, I'm not one hundred percent sure on this. Um. I think it was by a different team. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. And then, like they weren't fully communicating with the team that was making Scarlet and Violet, so only some of the ideas got incorporated into Scarlet and Violet.
1: So maybe the next exclusives, or maybe the DLC they inevitably come out with, will be a lot better.
0: I don't know, man. We, every, I feel like every time anyone, any anything that people want in a Pokemon game, everyone's like, ah, oh, the next, the next game. That's that's the one that'll have it. And it's been, like, game after game where everyone has been saying that. And Game Freak just keeps not making any efforts to be better. They don't need to because they make life. all of the money in the world. Yeah, people like will still know, make so much true. money. So we're not like really... You know, ...with how buggy Scarlet and Violet were. All three of us are enabling them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're the, the problem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will go with one of them. I've done a a TV show. I'm, and then we just talked about uh, Arceus. So I will do a movie, which is the unbearable weight of massive talent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not Morbius. I thought it was one of
0: them. <laughs> oh god. That that's that's somewhere else in the list. That's number <laughs> one, including some more stuffs. <laughs> um. Unbearable Way to Massive Talent, if you're not familiar with it, which um, I think most people are, is a, a a comedy? I think it was a comedy. Like Somewhere. an action comedy about Nicolas Cage. Uh, featuring Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage and also featuring Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage's like inner personal demon, who is <laughs> a younger version of Nicolas Cage, who he has conversations with sometimes. And uh, Pedro Pascal is a super fan of Nicolas Cage, who uh, may or may not be involved in a crime syndicate and invites Nicolas Cage to his birthday party, (laughs) and Nicolas Cage, being desperate for cash, uh, accepts. And a very fun movie. Probably not like traditionally going to make it onto any of the best of 2022 lists, but... I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you are uh if you are at least passingly familiar with Nicolas Cage and in the market for a fun movie and haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it. the
1: best Nicolas Cage movie of 2022. I think it's the best
0: one. Nicolas Cage movie in a Ever. long time. <laughs> Maybe. Tom, you should watch it. I I you will watch, watch it. I definitely will watch it.
2: All right, you're up next. All right, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go off of that last one. Actually, it's next in order anyway. I picked Pokemon Scarlet, but now Ooh. I'm like rethinking Uh-oh. everything based on what you just said.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> no, no, that's one of the dangers of doing these episodes is you can't read. The- I learned this when we were doing our um, the first half of our retroactive album series you can't you can't change, it. You can't can't change stick it with what the list is
2: i picked it i i like it it's a it's a decent game i will i will agree with a lot of what you guys have said like sometimes i do feel kind of bored playing it um it kind of feels like too easy also but it is very easy it is very easy especially if you just like follow like the progression that you find online Um, but there's cool stuff like the open world it's a cool idea I agree Arceus was better at doing that I like the idea of um, I like that they added the star bases and titans just as like something else you could do Mm -hmm. even though star bases are kind of not that interesting in my opinion
0: yeah, they're my least favorite of the three paths. Yeah, I don't really get the point
2: of doing that.
0: It seemed uh, way
1: too easy, yeah. that one mechanic right before you battled the main boss. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hopefully things are moving more in an adventurous direction. But um, I also thought Arceus was last year.
0: Maybe it was, it was I don't know. January. No, it was January. Oh, it was January? It was yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had to, like, God. look it up, too. So I screwed I was up. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, it gives variety. And, and they are good games. Scarlet and Violet, I'd say, are they're good. good games. Mm-hmm. They're just the second best Pokemon game that came out this year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's what I got. They,
0: they were also, like, Scarlet and Violet were, like, a full generation. Arceus technically isn't, like, a full its own generation. The starters are picked from other generations. And this uh, Scarlet and Violet are, like, completely new. It's a new region and everything.
2: Yeah. You know, I will admit, I think part of the reason why it's easy is because Neil gave me, like, the other starters and the dragon, (laughs) Ice Guy, and Pawn and Ard. I'm like, man, why is it so easy?
0: Well, listen, those are cool Pokemon. And you got to have the coolest Pokemon. What are your... Yeah what are your current teams like oh i still have those i
2: still have those guys plus i have Gardevoir, and what's my last maybe that's it
0: yeah chris how about you
1: um the skeledurge the fire crocodile pokemon king gambit um, which I love the design and the way, the way, the how you get him. It's like yeah. in the like bamboo forest. Um, Baxcalibur, the, the ice dragon Pokemon that Neil also gave me. <laughs>
2: Damn, we like all have the same guys.
1: Yeah. Um, I was rolling with Toad's Cruel for a little bit. Like the ground grass. Me too. He's yeah. kind of, I don't know. I was rolling with them, but I ended up, I think, switching them out for Annihilate. Um, hmm. Honestly, I can't recall. Oh, and then uh, Palafin, who apparently he's good. I just can't use him well. I think the biggest thing with my team was ultimately double-dipping in the Ghost and Steel categories. Hmm. It was always really tough okay. to kind of... Find unique typings for everything without overlapping. Oh, and palmow
0: that was—I think mm. that was the last one. Yeah, we do all have very similar teams. Yeah. I have Skeledirge, Palmo, um Palmo. God, I'm linking Toadscrewl, uh, King Gambit, Tinkatuff. What? The f- yeah. fairy steel one with a hammer. Yeah, and I think. That's oh and then the ice dragon, yeah.
1: <laughs> what's your favorite paradox Pokemon? I guess what's your favorite? Oh, I haven't Pokemon? gotten that
0: part in the game yet. Mm.
1: What's your favorite Pokemon of this generation?
0: I like um I think I like King Gambit the best mm. so far. How about you guys?
1: King Gambit or Annihilate definitely. I like how you get King Gambit.
2: What is annihilate? Oh, that's he's annihilate is I got the primary evolution.
0: Yeah. Tom, what's your favorite so far?
2: Hmm. I'm
0: gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Toad School. <laughs> Just he is, keep he's keep it in the a fun You know what? No one likes is the Diglett uh, water type version. I know. It's, it's It's weird. Yeah, he looks like a penis. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
0: But blue. Um Chris, I think you're up next.
1: Okay. My third on the list is Maverick Tuck gun
0: Oh. That's dun a good dun, choice. It didn't I had it like as a potential dun, thing, but I didn't end up putting it on my list.
1: I yeah i was i don't know my my list barely have very much music um so everything else gets to by video games and movies and tv shows but um i don't know man i thought maverick was i think when i initially saw the trip previews i was like oh this is just going to be like another classic hollywood remake and in a way it was they're just trying to milk the same like old properties they've had but it was like an exciting movie I don't know why this was such a big draw again. I don't know. It was exciting. Um, Miles Teller. It
0: was really well made. Yeah. And it it it. was like a, even if it hit some of the same story beats as the original, it was like, you know, it's a spectacly movie and it, it, especially the beach scene, right? Sort of worth seeing in theaters. (laughs) Yeah. The beach scene. (laughs) That was a good song too. That one Republic song. Yeah,
1: it was. And that's, well, yeah. I mean, Tom Cruise at what age? See, fifty or sixty now.
0: I think he's sixty. Yes,
1: sixty. I mean, still making blockbusters. I, I think that's what it was. There was a lot of like action scenes. A lot of like, you know, the flying scenes were awesome. All the characters were awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> Jennifer Connelly. You know what I
0: heard the other day is, oh, yeah. You know what I heard the other day is that. um china was going to release their own uh sort of like fighter pilot propaganda movie type of thing same as like this but then top gun maverick came out and seven days before release of this one china scrapped their release entirely no i'm serious because of how much worse the like flying scenes would look in the Chinese one and it would have been a big like propaganda fail to have the US made one be such a better movie visually wow that's crazy
1: that's pretty funny
0: yeah it was a a really good movie it was rewatched it was the first one a good movie
1: it was an okay movie at the time I think
0: hmm i think also, it's fun I, to watch if
2: you know like it's cheesy it's like 80s yeah. cheesy
0: this it one was
1: fired a lot of halloween costumes i felt like the old one too
0: this one i, I wouldn't say this was che- i mean like sure a little bit cheesy and a little bit um had some plot conveniences like when they're uh we, we all saw it right yeah i didn't see it talk talk to me goose oh. Oh, Tom hasn't seen it yet. Uh, you should watch it. It's, yeah, it's worth seeing. I'm not going to spoil the ending then, but uh, it's it's still worth seeing, and it has some pathos that the first one didn't have because one of the characters is uh, Goose's son. Rooster. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, should we keep going through the list? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I am going to mix it up a little bit and do not a movie game or TV show, even though the most of my list is those things. I'm going to say the steam deck.
1: Oh, wow.
0: This was a piece of gaming hardware that came out this year and I got one a few months ago. I think it came out in, um, in January. And I got mine maybe October cause the, like I was on the waiting list for a while and then they ramped up production, and then all the supply chain stuff started resolving. It is a Steam handheld gaming console. It's a really good machine. It's essentially just a handheld gaming PC. What, and and I've tried playing some like games on it. There are are things that are like verified for Steam Deck that are uh, supposed to run really well on it. Like I tried Elden Ring on it and stuff, plays really well. (laughs) Graphics obviously take a little bit of a hit because it is a handheld gaming device. Um, but really what I found it useful for is there's an app that lets you stream from your PlayStation to it. So I've basically been using it as a PSP Ooh. or PS Vita. And I played Cyberpunk on it mostly, <laughs> streaming from my PlayStation to my Steam That's deck. cool. But it's a really fun device. If I was like growing up with this device, it would have been my number one like most used thing. And even as it is at my current age, still uh, f- finding a lot of value in it.
2: So I got on the plane playing it this
0: week. He actually was a dad oh, with two kids. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty cool. I don't know if the battery life could sustain a long flight, though. That's the thing. You got outlets in the seats. Ooh. You're, you're not flying Frontier, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. all right Tom you're up next all right
2: uh, okay TV shows I picked uh, I picked Wednesday on here mmm okay show. I I can see that uh, I liked it it was a good show good mix of mystery plus uh, weird supernatural stuff and also funny kind of reminded me a little bit of twin peaks just because it it had some of those elements too it was obviously kind of different but it was a good show
0: i liked I, it i was i was surprised by how much i liked it yeah me too uh you did a really it good job you watch it
2: yeah it was charming and funny and
0: that dance yeah
2: that dance. oh yeah that was really that was good it's been a year I will say.
1: oh god no, go ahead. I was saying it's been, I guess, a year, past two years for like murder mysteries. I like, I don't know, is that like yeah. where Hollywood's gone now? You
2: know, onion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it's true. Um, yeah, there have been a lot of like murder TV shows and movies,
0: right? Yeah. Um, um what was I going to say? I the the only thing I didn't like love about Wednesday was the um the main like plot, the yeah. supernatural, like mystery thing was pretty obvious.
2: Yeah. I was going to say the exact same thing. Um,
0: but you know, it's fine. Oh, well, it's a small gripe. Yeah. It was still like, even, even knowing like who the bad guy would probably end up being, it was still like enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Agreed. It felt kind of like Harry Potter at sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Cool like element. Also. Yeah. Like a cooler version of Harry Potter. Other yeah, clicks. Yeah, for like a goth Harry Potter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you ever read um, what's that other fantasy book that's supposed to be like Harry Potter? That was un- in- incomplete? in Um, Patrick Rothfuss. The magicians. It is uh, sure. the name of the wind.
0: Oh. Supposed no, to be no, the cool I've version heard of, it, of okay. Harry
2: Potter. But oh. this was way I thought Wednesday was a lot cooler. Hmm.
0: All right, Chris. Chris.
1: Um, my next category is actually it, it was Seema book. I think it's called We Were Dreamers. It's like an autobiography about him, which it, it's. Yeah, it, was, it is We Were Dreamers, an immigrant superhero story. It's basically just like a whole dive into Simulu, <clears throat> his like grandparents and like everything it took for him to like come uh, to North America, like he settled in Canada, and, like he talked a lot about, like a lot about the insecurities he had just growing up, um, and then his like transition to kind of, you know, Kim's convenience. And then, like, making it big with, um, with Shang-Chi. Um, I don't know, It's just a good, like, look into how much he had to go through. Um, there's a lot of, like, elements, too, about his, like, identity of being Asian that was pretty fascinating. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, it was just kind of a good read, just because I I just don't read a lot. Let's just throw that out there. So, kind of, like, got me to read again. Um yeah. I hope he has a pretty good role in the upcoming Phase 5.
0: I think he's supposed to. I think um like Shang-Chi is going to be one of the main new Avengers in um what's the movie? Kang Dynasty.
1: I'm um, excited. The rumors
0: are that Kang Dynasty is going to be Well, the next two Avengers movies are called Kang Dynasty and uh secret wars Mm -hmm. Um, and and like jonathan majors is the main villain of this saga he's going to be in the he was already in the loki tv show he's going to be in the ant-man movie he's had a major blow this past year i mean creed um yeah shang chi is supposed to be one of the like main guys there's a big year for asian autobiographies because there was that uh, crying in H Mart was very popular this year also.
1: I gotta read
2: that.
0: That's what I do every Friday.
2: <laughs> Chris, I'm that ready was, for your the, autobiography. Uh,
1: Just tell you I <laughs> they have. What would your what would your autobiography be called, Chris? Crying in H Mart Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, I'm gonna go with one. I'm gonna go with since we were just talking about Murder Mysteries um, Glass Onion mm. like thought, mystery. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys watch this yet? I did I did. How do you think it, it was, compared was to the fun. first one? I, it was very different than the first one The first one was like a much more traditional like, um, uh, like sort of detective story like an Agatha Christie type of thing that just had a little more comedic elements and this one um felt more oh god what am i even trying to say here it 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 wasn't like as much about the murder mystery because you didn't even know that there was a real murder until like halfway through the movie and then there was another murder and the the one who you thought was gonna die who was the um uh um elon musk standing guy yeah Ed, Norton, Ed Norton's character, you thought, like, based on the trailers and stuff, that he was going to, like, actually be killed when he was doing this fake murder mystery plot, but he was actually the villain of the whole thing. It was, um, so it was, it was more, like, twisty, more, like, trying to turn the detective story on its head a little bit, but it was, st- it was still really well done, and I think on the whole, I liked Glass Onion more than Knives Out. Sure, Interesting.
1: I kind of like the fresh take on it, um, or I don't even know if I would say fresh take. It just shout one shout out to Yo Yo Ma in the beginning. That was okay. pretty funny. Right? I thought that was yeah. Yo Yo Ma. Yeah. Um. I mean, overall, I, I agree. It was like different. I liked it a lot. Um. I think J. G- I think Dave Bautista could use some more acting roles. I don't know. I feel like he's pretty decent he in what he's in.
0: We, yeah. Janelle Monet was also really good. Yes, she was very good. Wh- which one did you guys like more, Knives Out or Glass Onion?
2: I think I liked Knives Out better. I mean, it's been a couple years. I really liked this one too. It was like extremely entertaining, um, and yeah, it, was, it definitely was different it was kind of like so I agree I thought that um, Ed Norton it was set up to make it seem like Ed Norton was the one who was going to get murdered and I thought uh, it was kind of clever like it was kind of obvious in retrospect that he would have been the killer but it was kind of like hiding in plain sight
0: I also loved how um, how he was just actually secretly an idiot (laughs) yeah And like all those things that uh, all the words he's making up, yeah, all the words that Benoit Blanc notices at like at the end, you notice when you're watching the movie, but they like don't really click, and then you're like, wait, oh my god, yeah, that was the wrong word. That was so stupid. It was. It was really. It was good. All right, Tom, you're next. All right, I'm just gonna move over here. Uh,
2: all right, my next one's kind of nerdy but I'm going to do it anyway. My favorite piece of legislation done by Congress, Mm. Inflation Reduction Act. Poorly named (laughs) bill because it's not going to reduce inflation. Uh, But it's good for combating climate change. There will be a lot of... uh, Basically all the tools to get... uh, You know, the U.S. at least advanced in um, decarbonizing and um, hopefully, uh, you know, avoiding the worst climate disaster. So unusual pick, but uh, it was pretty significant legislation this year. Um, And uh, yeah, hopefully it is not overturned.
0: In a couple of years, I don't think it will be. Oh, that's actually in direct opposition to my next pick, which is uh, climate change. I love that. <laughs> Big gear <laughs> for climate change. Some <laughs> solid droughts and uh, floods.
2: Yeah. Uh, Chris. The
1: next on my list. <clears throat> oh, cyberpunk actually. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, the game that came out in 2020 during the pandemic, got everybody super hyped and then just absolutely flopped the glitches. Um, <clears throat> actually, shout out to Neil who actually kind of put the game back up on my radar. I actually never really like followed back up on it until you brought it up and I started reading about it. Um, Honestly, it's just a good it's, it's game. It's because of
0: because uh, of Edge Runners came out this year. Yeah, that's so, it. Yeah, like, there was a new, a new piece of cyberpunk media that was really Real. good and got people back into that world. And then everyone went back and said, "Oh, the game is fixed now," yeah. and it's actually worth playing.
1: Um, I guess dude, I'll do a combo because I like really like that show as well. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, it was a good game. Open world. Uh, I don't know if it really hit all the benchmarks it was like promoting in the very beginning uh, when it came in 2020. But overall, I mm-hmm. thought it was just a pretty solid storyline. Uh, the gunplay is really good, the combat's really good, and then like the skill tree system is actually pretty awesome. Um,
0: it was like a sort of a sci-fi uh, Grand GTA. Theft Auto. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It was interesting. Definitely sci-fi Witcher, huh? <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Somewhat. It's by the makers of The Witchers. Yeah. It was, it was a fun game. It the Witcher, by the way. <laughs> the TV oh, show. Oh. That's, that's going downhill. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, Cyberpunk was a really good game. I'm also glad that I played it finally this year. I think one of the reasons that it took off again, in addition to Edge Runners, is 2022 did not have a lot of really big video game releases they had Elden Ring at the beginning, God of War last month, or two months ago now, and um, some some other ones here and there, like Pokemons that came out, and obviously. But in terms of like, the onslaught of AAA games that you usually see every year, this was the year that there was a lot of, uh, uh, apparently, um, all of the COVID delays like, really took a hit on the release schedule this year. So there was space for an old game to get a second chance. It's true. Um, Definitely will see one. Yeah. In keeping with the games, God of War Ragnarok was uh, was one of my top ones. I don't think either of you have played this, right?
1: I've played it. It was gonna be actually on my top ten, but I didn't finish it so I didn't feel like it was like I, I didn't feel like I could put it up, but I, I've started it.
0: Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit the other day. I'm curious what your thoughts are going to be after you finish it. We should do an episode on the the God of War saga again. But boy, 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 <laughs> it uh, it's a really well made game. I enjoyed the story, and it's a definitely worthwhile conclusion to the Norse saga of God of War, and I appreciate that instead of stretching it out to a trilogy, they just did it in two games because they didn't feel like stretching it out to a trilogy. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that they didn't just, like, fluff it out.
1: That's like the title, right? Ragnarok? You can't really have, like, Ragnarok
0: 2. Yeah. <laughs> Ragnarok 2. <laughs> Electric Ragne- Boogaloo. Tom, what do you got? Alright, I got
2: my favorite uh fantasy series that I did that I read in twenty twenty two but did not come out in twenty twenty two. You probably know is Mistborn Era One. Oh, that's one of mine too. Okay. Uh really great series. Um actually had kinda of low expectations. I didn't think it would be as good as Stormlight. And in some ways I think it's like Stormlight is just so complicated. Like it, it is like a huge undertaking. Um, it's like a much bigger world. So it's impressive, but Mistborn was very satisfying. Everyone, you know, magic system, very cool as everyone has said, um, really like amazing and like unexpected ending, I would say. Uh, I did not really see a lot of <laughs> that stuff coming at the end yeah. but um, it was great and it was like a also like reasonable length of the books they weren't all like over a thousand pages each
0: um, yeah and it was his first um, series right se- I think it was his first like series that really yeah. took off yeah I don't, I don't know if he'd written books beforehand or not but for for a first series it's such a well thought out system as you said and the ending was very surprising to me
2: and apparently, did you tell me this? He like wrote them all, basically at the same time, and then they all they came out like very quickly after. Oh, I didn't know that. No, like I think they all came
0: out within like two or three years. I think so, we were also saying that we should do an episode on this at some point. Yeah, I started reading uh, the sequel, um, like the first one, yeah. in era two. I uh,
2: I've waited because I've heard. One of my friends said to wait because it's, it's lower stakes than the first one. So it could be like a little bit of a letdown after the first. It's still good, but it's just
0: not as... It's not like the world is ending kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, I think you had told me that it was going to be slightly different vibes. So I was ready for that and taking it for what it is. It's still really enjoyable and I like okay. that. Um, I will say... uh, I was spoiled on something that happens. I don't know if you have been or not, but you should, if I I think I would have rather not been spoiled on this. Uh So you should read these books as soon as you can without looking into more stuff on the, uh, about them, which is very, a very vague way to say, but unless you know what the spoiler is, I think I, I might not, um, Okay. i've
2: after i finished the third book i did some like looking into stuff and i was like oh shit i better stop because i saw some things that i didn't know about um but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get back into it too especially because the new all of his new four books are coming out and actually one of them already came
0: out and the and the finale of era 2 just came out oh that's right yeah so that's and they're that's much shorter one of the things i was right? waiting for. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, Alright, Chris, you're up next.
1: Alright. Um, I'm going to actually go with Better Call Saul.
2: Oh, good choice.
1: They um, finally wrapped up the Vince Gilligan universe of Breaking Bad. Um, it had probably one of, I think, the most poignant moments uh i've seen in terms of a television show have you guys did you guys finish it or watch it
0: i've seen five episodes of season one about four years ago <laughs> i i saw it you did okay well yeah here i'll just take <laughs> out my earphones if you guys want to talk about it. <laughs> it's a great show <laughs> i i know a yeah. little bit about how it ends um uh, and I'll st- I'm still going to watch it at some point, but you guys can talk about it. I don't, I don't care about being spoiled for it.
1: So what do you think, Tom?
0: <laughs> I thought it was really good. Uh, I
2: thought the last season was interesting how they, I mean, the last few episodes fully like wrapped up his post-Breaking Bad life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just kind of interesting. I, I think the last two or three episodes was fully about that, right? Whereas it mm-hmm. had, before, there were, like, kind of some intros of him and the Cinnabon. Just, like, being depressed.
1: Yeah, it's always in black and white. Like, as a stylistic choice.
2: Gene. Um, uh, is it Gene
1: Kusamao? Or is that
2: a different... Gene something.
1: He's bringing all the yeah. it was
2: yeah it was it was very satisfying that thought it, it, that thought it was a good ending kind of sad but also not not totally
1: this redemption um, story in a way
2: yeah 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 it's a great show i mean I don't know i don't know if it's as good as breaking bad but it's at least it's pretty close
1: how do you say. feel when they uh you find out Walter White isn't dead.
2: Oh, dude, that blew my mind.
0: <laughs> that was fucking crazy, right?
2: <laughs> you guys are assholes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it um, was good.
0: good. I, I I'll I will watch it. Maybe this year. Maybe it'll be on my best of 2023 list. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It was, oh, it's me. Um, I am going to go with Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which is a uh, show yes. that came out, a Star Trek show. I know you guys, I, none of you guys watch Star Trek, I know. No. So it's hard to explain why this was such a good show. But it's a prequel to the original series. And okay maybe here's a good way to explain it you know how a lot of legacy properties these days um, try to be like with their new entries they try to be a little more like grim dark or prestige or like subversive um, like to upend the expectations of the audience like for its own sake of of, like thinking that that's what makes a good show yeah, um, or like a good movie like how the star wars new trilogy the sequel trilogy uh last jedi was very like audience expectation subverting because they thought that would make it a good story force awakens re was just a huge piece of shit, but it just like undid everything that the last jedi did because that in itself was a subversion but regardless so star trek shows have been doing that for a couple of years and they've actually been pretty good they're not like as bad as the Star Wars trilogy but the original Star Trek show was like about was optimistic and it was from the 60s it was about like you know pursuing exploration for its own sake and uh, it it didn't it, it wasn't dark it wasn't trying to be anything other than what it was and this show did that but in a modern way where the optimism itself was the point it wasn't just like oh everything is great so you know that which is what the 60s show was this one was the world sometimes sucks and things can be awful sometimes but like you have to make a choice to be to have like a positive outlook and like to commit to your mission of of being peaceful and optimistic and i thought that was really interesting and it was Mm -hmm. a return to the roots of the franchise in a Really successful way So would you... I know you'll never I know neither of you Will never watch A Star Trek show But if you do You can Correct. watch this one It's really good Correct <laughs> uh, so, Would you How do you compare
2: The evolution of Star Trek As a franchise To Star Wars As a franchise
0: Honestly that could be I could talk about that For hours Yeah So I will No um, It was <laughs> It's uh, Star Trek is, it was shows, then it was like sort of its own mini franchise for the first time in any property, like they had shows and TV shows, uh, sorry, shows and movies going on at the same time in the 90s, then they overextended themselves, there was a big pause, then there were shows again, then there were J.J. Abrams movies again. Man, J.J. Abrams just shits on everything he touches. To be fair,
1: didn't he, wasn't he supposed to do something good with Star Wars, but then they, they screwed
0: him over? Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Because he did the two thousand nine Star Trek movie. First one was good. Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, he did.
1: Ro, uh, not Ro- Force, um, Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah, but
0: then they gave like the script and the
1: the rights to like someone else, so he had to like wrap up his like, you know, in that that Star Wars episode we did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's really good at starting yeah. things,
0: and he's really yeah, bad he at never ending things. Any- he, he doesn't actually plot things He just like makes mysteries for the sake of mysteries Yeah that's true And there's no way to wrap them up in any way that makes sense Yeah Star Trek is better than Star Wars I will say I would believe it Although I heard really good things about Andor this year I just haven't finished it So it's not on my list Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chris yeah. Do you have something on your list you want to mention? Yeah Book of Mormon but
1: um, nice. actually, wait isn't it, it's Tom's turn though? I can't. Oh
0: yeah, it's yeah. Tom's
2: turn. All right, so this is a this is a list of things. This is a list of celebrities that I didn't know died in the last year. Oh. <laughs> so it doesn't have so ce- like the qu- the queen is not on this list. All right, I'll uh I'll get us started. Kirstie Alley from uh cheers didn't know that gallagher the comedian who smashes uh watermelons r.i.p kevin conroy the voice of batman from batman the animated series
0: oh you didn't know he died no yeah his last appearance is going to be in uh suicide squad kill the justice league it's a little morbid um
2: takeoff one of the mega, one of Migos. oh
1: dude yeah that was wild
2: Robbie Coltrane played Hagrid coolio
0: wait let me pause yeah, go coolio back to Robbie did. Coltrane, the, uh, <laughs> Robbie Coltrane. The, did you guys watch the Harry Potter Re- reunion special which I think I came did this in 2022 yeah, yeah. Did you should had, watch it it's interesting past right right really? before it came or no no he was still alive when they were filming it he, um, but he he has a he talks about his death in that episode because I think he was sick oh. and he uh, he says you know 50 years from now I'm not going to be around but Hagrid will be immortal and he will be around and it like that clip made, it, made the rounds again after he died and it was actually really sad oh. alright going back oh. to Julio Actually,
1: Cleo so, lived oh. in my neighborhood. Oh, yeah. We used to walk by his oh. house. I'm like, yo, that's Cleo's house. He's also on Fear <laughs> Factor.
0: Nice. Did, um, did you ever meet Cleo?
1: No, we'd always just stand outside creepily at his house and hopefully he came out. But, um, sorry to kind of uh, interject in your list, dude, because I was watching the takeoff, I've been watching Atlanta. And uh, there's a scene oh, yeah. where they go and meet, like, these dudes in the woods to make, like, a deal. And it's, like, the entire Migos crew. Because he's like, oh, what do you call you guys? And, like, oh, we're the Migos. And uh, take off and Offset are there. Shit changes so fast. R-I-P.
2: It's a good good show, though.
1: It is a good show. Uh,
2: who else I got? Olivia Newton-John from Greece. Uh... Did Bismarck die this year? No, that was last year. Okay, okay david mccullough good writer of biographies um neil this one is for you michelle nichols do you know who that is yeah that's uhura the first ever <laughs> exactly uh and then estelle harris who plays george costanza's mom on seinfeld r.i.p to all those people they're all the
0: kind of b-level celebrities or or lower which so just to clarify, the, their deaths were one of your favorite things of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Some
1: the of them. Death Eater. He's a Slytherin guy.
2: Yeah. Jesus. All right, hey, Chris. Chris, you're up.
1: Um. So Andor <laughs> is uh, one of my top what ten most.
0: What a surprise.
1: I know. Uh, who could have seen it? Um... I don't know if it was like actively a good show or it was just decent, juxtaposed with all the crappy Star Wars properties that have been coming out in the past year or two. Um, but ultimately, I, I mean, I still liked it a lot. I thought it was a good show. Um, and Andor is, you no, know, you've seen Rogue One. very similar. Or not the same character. So it's kind of cool to see like the preface to it all. Um. Yeah, I won't say anything else about it.
0: Yeah, I've I've heard it. Um, I've heard it's like the best Star Wars thing to come out in a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a low bar. (laughs) That is a low bar. Obi Wan, such a disappointment. I didn't even finish it. All right think i'm up next i'm going to go with um it's a a mobile game called marvel snap have you guys heard of this no, no. have you guys heard of Hearthstone? her like pokemon snap uh no it's not did you guys ever uh, play or hear of hearthstone yeah sounds familiar so hearthstone was a um a blizzard mobile card games uh, based on World of Warcraft characters. I never played World of Warcraft, but I played Great. a lot of Hearthstone. It's a it was a really fun like mobile game um like deck building gameplay all that. Marvel Snap is by the people who initially made Hearthstone and then left Blizzard. It is a card game. It's um the 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 matches are like less than 5 minutes long that's why it is called snap and the cards are marvel characters they're not it's not like based in the MCU or anything like that it's just marvel themed game characters the gameplay itself has nothing to do with marvel it's just like dressing on top of it um, but the card abilities are like based on who the card is so like for example hulk is just he has like a lot of power and that's his thing. And like, if you play a Hulk card on one of the slots, that's like going to win. Um, but there are three zones and whoever wins two out of the three zones in each match wins the match. And that's all it is. There's nothing else on it. You don't have to spend money in the game. It's just a really satisfying gameplay loop and really well designed. Worth checking out. Because the matches are perfect bathroom-sized matches. <laughs> All right, that's good to know. Five minutes is really short. That's good. But also, it could be a long bathroom time. Yeah, it can be less than five minutes. Five minutes is like <laughs> okay. the absolute maximum. I've, I've played sure. matches in like two minutes. Sure. Um,
2: Tom, you're up. All right, this one bounced in between worst of and best of, but I put it on best of because I had enough on the worst of. Uh, It was the best celebrity unraveling (laughs) mental breakdown of 2022. Okay. Pretty much a shoe in at this point for Kanye. Oh, Uh, yeah. Still feel bad for the guy, but uh, it's some pretty crazy shit. Yeah, I don't know if I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. I feel like some it's not right. It's something not right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I but uh, I don't know. This is the first time. I'll, you know, sometimes because some people would be like, "I'm I'm not going to listen to his music because of this." And uh, it's the first time I had to make that decision, I guess. Not really much of an R. Kelly fan, so it wasn't a big deal for me. <laughs> uh but I don't know. I my my thing is I still will listen to Kanye's stuff up until he got crazy. Mostly so- also mostly because that's when it was good. And it's kinda <laughs> it's kinda crappy since he went crazy, so that's my yeah. official stance.
1: Tom, Yeezus, saying Yeezus isn't good?
2: That's the, la- that's the last thing. Tom, it's what are like you going to do with the
1: that you bought?
2: <laughs> oh,
0: man, I don't know. They're worthless now. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Chris, Um, I think you... Why don't you do two, actually? Because I think the rest of us have theoretically done nine. Because, Tom, one of yours was World Cup, right? Yeah, yeah did you have more you wanted to say about world cup Nope. okay and then my, one of mine was Missborn, and i don't have anything else to say about that right now so chris you want to do two and then we'll all be on number two sure um so next up excuse me uh book of
1: mormon uh, i know it's been out for years but i finally got to see it thought it was hilarious definitely has that south park i always mix up their first and last names like trey parker matt stone
0: yeah i think that's right yeah
1: yeah uh it definitely has that vibe um overall just a funny hilarious show would recommend going to see it um next up probably the first musical selection i've had on these lists um i've been I don't know if it's more of a list. I also don't even know if this genre is completely on point with him. But it's like more alternative R&B. i been listening to like a lot more of Omar Apollo. Um, he came up with his album Ivory this year. So I've been listening to that a lot. Um, there's also this Australian Filipino R&B singer called like Rini. It's like R-I-N-I that I've been listening to a lot. Um, it's probably like. Getting into the vibes and finally actually like using Spotify's like recommended similar artists posts. because I've been listening to a lot of Blonde too, with Frank Ocean. I've just been on a weird Frank. I'm I'm all over the place right now. Um, so Omar Polo and Rennie were like the selections, but then ultimately it stemmed from like kind of listening to a lot of Frank. Um, in the past year, I don't know why. I think he's about to release a new album this year. I think that's why. That's
2: what I never. I never got into Blonde, but I was surprised to see it was like number one of like top tw- top albums of 2020, 2010s. Wow. Uh, hmm. you have to go back and listen to it.
1: There's some good tracks. I think I've heard I like, like, like two I got that and Channel Plus. Orange. I don't know which one is better. I like Channel Orange. I like but...
0: Channel Orange. Yeah. Well, I'm Curious also. you had to recommend. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. Chris, if you had to recommend one uh, Omar Apollo and one Rini song, what would they be?
1: Um, I think Evergreen. I've never listened
0: to or heard of either of these. Evergreen
1: is probably. I think. Uh, I think there's Evergreen and Killing Me. I'm not great with titles because I just kind of let the music run. Um, I would say from the Ivory album though. Uh. Like, actually, looking this up really quickly so I don't butcher this. Um, I think it's Evergreen Endlessly, and then he has another album that's pretty good as well. Um, and then for Rennie, if I'm even like saying that name right, also Tomagashi's pretty good, so, or Apollo, it's like catchy. Um, and for Rania, it's like "Meet Me in Amsterdam." It's got like a very on vibes. If you guys listen to on too,
2: I will check them out. I'll also add that Chris, you took my last one. Believe it or not, somehow we both had Book of Mormon on our list, even though oh, it came really? out like ten years ago. I saw it last week. Oh, okay. uh, it was really funny. Um, I got worms in we my saw it story. with, like, the whole family, including, like, some teenagers, and um, oh. my mother-in-law <laughs> bought the tickets, and she didn't know it was going to be that. Oh, no. I think oh, she liked but she God. was like, oh, shoot, like, I bought the tickets for everybody and didn't know it was this. I thought That's it was great. hilarious, and uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was probably the only um, show on Broadway that a guy would be happy to go see and be excited to go see
0: it. That's my... I don't know, Lion King's really good. You see that. That's true, Lion King. But Back to the Future, it's going to be there. Ooh, yeah, we got to see Back the Back to the Future, future musical. So... Let's do it. That's silly. <laughs> um, Chris, what was your number 10 then?
1: Oh, it was... um. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, I knew it was going to be that. Yeah. I mean, I just... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you've seen the movie, you know. If you know, you know. But no, I mean, it was cool. I think... I mean, she's already been, like, a pretty prominent star. But Michelle Yeoh... I think it's time... I don't even... Has she won an Academy Award? I, I just hope she wins it this year for For the movie. Um, I think it was probably the most creative screenplay, at least, this year. I... To be fair, didn't see Woman King. I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, so I don't know anything about that, and I, I honestly don't know of any other movie that would probably compete with it on um, something that was like funny, creative, but also sentimental. It revived uh, Short Round's career as well. <laughs> it did. It did. Oh my God. Um, he also had the dopest line, I think. I don't know if it's dope, but it's pretty good. I like the line where he's like, "I would like rather pay like do taxes and do laundry with you or something in another universe." I thought that was like hell romantic. I was like, no wonder, no wonder he's back.
0: But Tom, did you see this movie? No, I didn't. You should you should watch it. It's really good. Definitely the best multiverse movie that came out this year. <laughs> yeah.
1: R.I.P. Doctor Strange. God.
2: So you um, said uh, Coolio lived in near near you. Well, my plug here is short round. Went to oh. not my high school, but the high school <laughs> where I grew up, the city where I grew up.
1: That's awesome.
0: So there you go. That's what put <laughs> us on the map. Sure. Michelle yeah. Michelle Yeoh was my elementary school homeroom teacher.
1: <laughs> she was my babysitter.
0: Um, cool. Yeah, no, that was a really good movie. Um, my number ten is a show called The Bear. Have you guys heard of this? Oh, uh, I saw it? the first couple episodes. What'd you think?
2: That was decent. It was very, uh, yeah.
0: It's, it's so, it's a um, very chaotic energy show. Yeah, it is. It feels like watching a show version of Overcooked.
1: Oh. This guy's over-cooked. played Overcooked. Yeah, it's a great game.
0: Overcooked is a, a co-op game about working in a kitchen. And you have to, like, work with the people you're playing with to, like, get dishes out on a certain amount of time and, like, hit a certain point threshold. It's the most stressful game I've ever played. I felt the same way watching this show a little bit sometimes but yeah. I was still like really invested in it and invested in the uh, the storyline and the drama and it was just well acted um, and it was I was surprised that I liked it so much because I wasn't really expecting much out of it but um, the first uh, worth worth finishing the first season at least to see what you think because okay. it, it, it builds to, to like something
2: yeah I think the chaotic
0: energy was um, too much for me it was definitely very, but very chaotic. It was. It does seem good.
1: Yo, can I throw an honorable
0: um, mention? Yeah, we can do honorable mentions.
1: Have you guys seen *Alice in Borderland*?
0: No, is that good? Yeah.
1: It's got very like Squid Gamey vibes, but I started the first season this past week and like finished it. I I like it a lot. It's like a Japanese show.
0: Um, I've heard it described as a live action anime.
2: Okay. So it's based okay. on a manga. Uh, it's a manga. It was based on manga.
1: Oh. Um, I don't. know. I thought it had one of the craziest episodes um, that I've seen in terms of TV. But um, it's a good show. I just don't like know where it's going right now. It, like, it, you know, the first season, you think, oh, if they do all these things, like, they'll be able to kind of return back to their normal lives. But then, like, it just gets bigger. More
0: complex. I'll uh I'll give an honorable mention. I have two honorable mentions. One is Nope by Jordan Peele. Ooh. It was a really good uh, movie. Sort of very different than his other ones. Um. And the other one is Weird, the Al Yankovic story. that's <laughs> a good? A movie in which Daniel Radcliffe plays Weird Al. It is good. Yeah. It's very. Uh, it, it's a parody, it, it, right of. Bio yeah, it's tech. a parody of biopics, yeah. um, and it is—it's uh, very walk hard energy, but uh, sort of more okay. uh, rounded, age, all age, all ages appropriate sort of walk hard. <laughs> yeah, I do want to watch that movie. Any honorable mentions? some? My honorable
2: mention is a uh, genre, new new genre to me which is classical music which is unexpected but i guess a sign of getting old really just enjoying some of that more and uh wishing i had like cared more about it when i was forced to play viola
0: in elementary school (laughs) maybe that's why i didn't like it in the first place some good stuff all right let me, let me run through the top 10 lists just to make sure that I have everyone's correct. So mine was Severance, Pokemon Legends Arceus, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, The Steam Deck, God of War Ragnarok, Mistborn Arrow 1, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Marvel Snap, Glass Onion, and The Bear. Chris had the World Cup, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Top Gun Maverick, We Were Dreamers by Simi, Simu Lou. Um, uh, Cyberpunk, Edge Runners slash The Game, Better Call Saul, Andor, Book of Mormon, Omar Apollo slash Rini, Everything Everywhere All At Once, mm-hmm. yeah. And then Tom had Bad Bunny, California Soul, The World Cup, Pokemon Scarlet, Wednesday. The Inflation Reduction Act, (laughs) Mistborn Era 1, Dead Celebrities, Kanye West, and The Book of Mormon. Yep. All right. The worst of 2022? Anyone have some selections?
1: So this was purely experiences or just things that...
0: Anything you want it to be. I have both.
1: I'm going to just throw it out there, man. Ezra Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess and what goes on a lot yeah. is the DC universe. Like, there's kind of it's like a mixed bag. Like, they're finally getting um, James Gunn involved, which like, okay, that might be a good thing for them. But like, they basically just are hitting the reset button. They're getting rid of Henry Cavill.
0: I don't even know what they're doing with the
1: Flash. I feel like they're going to make the Flash some like weird timeline thing where the world ends so they can like reset the whole storyline.
0: That is bad. traditionally what they do with the Flash movies. Like The Flashpoint um, in the comics was used to, to reset the universe. They had a bunch of DC animated movies, and that ended with sort of a version of Flashpoint, and that reset the universe again. They always sort of just reset the universe with a Flash thing. Nice. Hmm. <laughs> But this is definitely Ezra Miller's last time playing the Flash. <laughs> uh, anything else on the worst stuff for you?
1: I guess it wasn't 2022, but the snap was at 2022, and I find it hilarious. The Ohio State kicker in the college football uh, playoffs to win to win the game. I think. Uh, Kicked a fill goal. They snapped it, I think, at like 11.59, and he missed it at like 12 at midnight. So, his Ooh. 2023 started with him losing his team Damn. The game. That's rough. But it's Ohio State, so it's okay. Go Trojans.
2: Uh, the, the final is going to not going to be that interesting, I think. I
1: mean, Georgia and TCU. TCU. Interesting.
0: Tom, what you got? Alright, I got three.
2: Uh, first is a tie between disappointment of LA sports teams. Uh, Lakers, continual disappointment. <laughs> kind of used to it now. That's what they that just suck.
1: Like...
2: That was like three years ago. Oh, must be nice. Uh, Dodgers, opposite. Best team, they've ever had and then they lose in the first round but again kind of used to the disappointment at this point so who cares and i guess i would throw in there it's like can't really complain because the rams Grand. technically won the super bowl at the yeah. beginning of the year and then ended up being one of the worst teams in the nfl I mean, right after the uh, they have bad injuries but it, it just, just didn't
1: look good before the injuries either though like
2: yeah, and it's not – I mean, good thing they won the Super Bowl is all I'm going to say. I oh, yeah, it no, it would have been, been the most – It would clap, have been a complete but, failure.
1: Yeah. But, you know what? A ring's a ring. Um, we got our Chargers. Yeah. We got uh, little Anakin's Have you seen the Anakin Skywalker meme with Justin Herbert put together with, like <laughs> – It's like him growing up as a little kid, and he looks exactly like the kid from Phantom Menace and then as he's
2: growing it's up that's nice. like hitting Christensen oh yeah because of the hair uh, alright my number two is also sports related fantasy football for those <laughs> of you who know I was supposed to win my fourth championship this year instead I came in last place Jake texted me yesterday and asked if I would eat two to three worms on camera in front of everybody <laughs> and I declined <laughs> so that's where we're at now Met the illustrious level of <laughs> illustrious company along with Neil Sood or Neil, if you get out of that, sorry. And uh, Kay- Kaylee. Um my last disappointment is turning 30. I was mm-hmm. very excited to turn 30, but I didn't realize once that happens, your body just starts to let you down in a lot of <laughs> a lot of ways it doesn't really get fixed. I have a bad Achilles heel right now, so I've been going to the gym and doing a lot of upper body stuff, and then I messed up my rotator cuff, so now there's really nothing I can do. I'm kind of screwed. So I, I'll,
1: I can do sit-ups. That's, that's exactly what you said, Tom. I hate that we turned there I don't know what's going on.
0: Um, I don't Maybe know. know I didn't hours. tell you,
1: did I? <laughs> I might have, like, gout. <laughs> so I haven't been oh, able really? to, like, Follow, I literally haven't been able to follow your, uh, marathon plan. I think I told you like in October I was following it. Yeah. The calf muscle was like babying that cause I don't want to make it worse. Cause like, yo, if I got like KD, it's over. Um, <laughs> then was being really nice about it. Then I like was on call, went to DC to see like Thomas and Frank and then like drank and then all of a sudden, like that morning, I, I can call Neil, I was like, yo, I, think I have gout. Like, it was like really painful to the point where I wasn't able to walk or- uh... That sounds, yeah. So-
2: My dad has gout and yeah. And it's like the really, it's like alcohol and really rich foods, right? Like seafood and stuff like that.
1: These though, and then you can do whatever you want. What's that?
2: Colchicine? Yeah. Sucks it's gonna be worse (gasps) at forty.
1: Cool. (laughs) Does he take medic Uh, know. wait we're cutting this part out?
0: (laughs) I can cut this part out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) We're just releasing all your dad's personal
0: health. (laughs) What other health problems does he have? What's his date of birth and what's his social?
2: Yeah. Dude, really sucks. Yeah, it does.
0: All right, Neil, what's disappointing you? Um, I have some disappointments, but I actually thought of one more honorable mention I wanted to throw in because this was twenty twenty two. Avatar The Way of Water. Hmm. Did you see it? I did. I'm gonna see it again today. Uh-huh. Oh. uh Sonica didn't see it. And it's one of those ones it's it's way better than the original Avatar movie. Wow. Um it's one of those it's obviously not like, you know, groundbreaking. It's not the best movie I've ever seen by any means. But it's a good movie, and if you're ever planning to see it, it's one of the ones that I would still recommend you go see, like on the biggest screen you can, because yeah. the visuals are like the experience for this movie. The story is is good. It's definitely better than the first one, but you know it's not going to win any screenwriting awards. Yep. So you so think still we- still worth seeing? Highly recommend going to see it um, on like an IMAX screen if you can, and because uh, it's just not going to be the same when if you watch it at home when it comes out.
1: So you think it's good enough that he's going to continue with the sequels?
0: Oh, they already filmed the third one.
1: Oh, I mean, it I wasn't like, if, if it was going to bomb, then they weren't going to like go past the, th- like he wrote it in a way to end it on the third one, but if not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he wrote, um, there's apparently going to be a time jump after the third one. Um, he filmed, sorry, no, he filmed the first act of the fourth one. Then he stopped because there's a time jump after the first act and they're not going to finish the fourth one or make the fifth one if two and three don't make enough money That's you crazy. said time jump i was thinking they, they got Ezra <laughs> Miller. <laughs> the flash runs into pandora all right i have <laughs> i have some disappointments of 2023 um I have a tie between Thor Love & Thunder and Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness Hmm. as a disappointment. Both of them could have been really, really good movies. Both of them were mediocre movies. And Thor, I'd say was more surprising because it was another uh, Taika Waititi movie and Ragnarok was like a really good movie and I like him Mm -hmm. as a director, but this just leaned too far into his comedic tendencies for a story that should have been treated a little more seriously. And then Multiverse of Madness. They had I gore. I just didn't love what they did with Scarlet, Villa, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, they did have gore, the god butcher. In, I
1: feel I, and, I, I and like with that villain, you could have like, done so much more. Especially with Christian yeah. Bale, the, like, the guy. Like, they just didn't use him enough.
0: Yeah. Uh, Multiverse of Madness, I was just disappointed with Scarlet Witch. And then the just bringing back Professor X to kill him again for no reason <laughs> that man has died so much on screen <laughs> Um, next disappointment is sort of a broad category of uh, the HBO Max and Discovery merger because that caused the implosion of Warner Brothers sorry it's the Warner Brothers and Discovery merger that caused the implosion of HBO Max and the DC Universe so that led to the cancellation of westworld mm. without a conclusion mm. that led to scrapping the batgirl movie which by all accounts kind of would have sucked anyways but it's sad that they did that that led to having henry cavill announce his return as superman quit the witcher and then two months later be fired again as superman that sucks <laughs> without... <clears throat> yeah um, so the whole thing is just a mess
1: the Black Adam cameo at the end just doesn't make sense anymore
0: that, that movie was so bad Black Adam <laughs> was the movie that was so bad that it killed the DC Universe again The Rock killed, <laughs> the
1: Rock killed Fast and Furious and it killed the DC Universe
0: The Rock kind of sucks
1: he's got his stick, and it's like once you've seen it 20 times you're like damn alright yeah. yeah
0: it's definitely getting old Um, My last disappointment was this book called The Midnight Library. Have you guys heard of this or read this? No. So this got really good reviews. It's, I guess it's sort of in keeping with the multiverse uh, theme that's been going on across media for the last couple of years. But the premise is there is this person who uh, is depressed and tries to kill themselves and then Instead of dying, they wake up in this, uh, like, nexus of realities type place where they have access to every potential alternate life they could have lived. Mm -hmm. And basically, like, from that premise, you can sort of tell where the story is going. Like, they go through all their alternate lives and, like, find the meaning of life and, like, don't want to die anymore type of thing. But it's so fucking cheesy. The protagonist is so unlikable and selfish. And, like, you just, I don't know. It just rubbed me in all the wrong ways, and I don't understand why this ever got good reviews. It reads like something that a 12-year-old girl would have written or like found super meaningful. Maybe so I'm not like the target young, young adult fantasy? I, it wasn't even described as that. It was like people said this is one of the best like drama books of or, or like serious literature type of books in the last couple of years, and it was not. It's because it has a theme of suicide
1: that like when seems to add on to every show nowadays
0: yeah i'm not like trying to minimize importance of seeking help or anything but like that doesn't make it good just because it's about it's not a good book yeah you can see a therapist please get some help (laughs) don't don't
2: don't write a book what if it encourages people because they think they'll go to the midnight library
1: (laughs) no isn't um one show that i got really pissed about it uh
0: Oh, 13 reasons why yeah it was like people were like um, max looking
1: like, glorified suicide so like people were like well, yeah what are
0: it guys was doing? like yeah if you kill yourself and leave a dramatic note all of your problems will be solved well you'll be dead so it won't matter yeah any predictions for 2023
1: um the Lakers won't win
2: <laughs> that's easy.
1: The Clippers won't win either. Okay, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think I predict Starfield is going to be somewhere March three to (laughs) five. Going
0: somewhere? Yes, we will.
1: I'm looking into it.
0: All right. So no major predictions. I think it'll be an okay year.
1: I think it's an odd year. I think it'll be better than the last Mm -hmm. one. It's always better than even years. Uh, I think... I'm going to make some weird predictions. I think that the Boston Celtics or the Denver Nuggets are going to win the championship this year. I think the... Kansas City Chiefs. The, I, I feel like the Bills aren't going to win the, the NFL champion, the Super Bowl this year. I think that we will all go see the Back to the Future play one, once, or twice.
0: Oh. And uh, I predict Starfield is going to be disappointing.
1: Is that the new uh, like Bethesda game? Yeah. Oh, that would be really sad.
0: Why? Just cause? That's your gut reaction. Yeah, something about it seems like they're gonna overhype it. And their last couple of games were Fallout 4 and Fallout 76. Yeah. So. All
2: right, Tom, you. I predict so there's gonna be an okay year. Continue to beat inflation.
0: Even with <laughs> the reduction act.
2: Yeah. Uh, what else? <laughs> I hope there I hope there's no invasion of Taiwan. I predict there will be no invasion of Taiwan in twenty twenty
0: three. Alright, well we'll check back in at this time next year and see if you were right. Best invasion twenty twenty three. Alright, I think that's all then, right? That's it. Alright, thanks for listening and uh tune in next episode. Bye-bye.